0: Everyone, it's Jenna Malanson from Canadian Beats Media, and I'm here with Timur Insialglu of F7 Entertainment in Calgary for our newest interview in the Inside the Industry series. Welcome, Timur.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey. So you're the co-founder and senior talent buyer at F7 Entertainment. When and how did you start the company?
1: Uh, I, I actually didn't start the company. Uh, I, I'm. Part of the group of people that helped launched it
0: um oh okay.
1: have, have a bit of the uh, uh like a I guess like founder in my title um because I did help kind of create it uh but uh previous previous uh employer was a company called MRG um I was there for I want to say five six years probably closer to six years um and uh you know went my separate ways and uh obviously got approached by A consortium of folks that uh were looking to start a new company uh around that time or launch one and so yeah i uh they approached me when i was a bit of a a bit of a free agent asked me if i wanted to come really develop out like the culture and you know some of the uh i guess some of the uh the infrastructure of the company um and so yeah i was there for like the last stretch of it uh I didn't personally uh, start the okay. company, you know, it was, okay. it was definitely, it was definitely one of those, uh, you know, kind of, uh, yeah, they kind of had their pieces together and then, uh, they, you know, I, I filled a, a pretty, a pretty easy hole for them, uh, in terms of, you know, okay. launching the company, and we launched, <laughs> I believe it was, I want to say it was like November 3rd of last year. So it's been just over okay. about a year. November third, yeah. fourth, fifth—somewhere, somewhere in there. I, I don't necessarily uh, remember the exact date, but um, yeah. but yeah, I, I kind of joined them uh, closer to the end of October. So
0: okay, well, okay, but you're in there, so
1: sure.
0: we're gonna keep it that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if someone wants to book a show with F Seven Entertainment, what should they have prepared, and what process should they follow?
1: i mean for the most part we're we're, we're pretty approachable uh, as a company um you know we're you know there's, there's a lot of people doing similar types of work to to us um in terms of you know booking tours booking kind of local kind of more local kind of shows and then obviously uh you know international domestic it doesn't matter we kind of have a pretty wide net in terms of what what we kind of work on. Um, I would say the bulk of our relationships do come through uh, our relationships with certain agents uh, and managers uh, across North America, but um, and, and the world for that matter. But you know, in terms of you know if they want to book a show with us, I mean you know we're always kind of on the lookout to see you know, what kind of cool bands are kind of coming up, you know, interesting releases coming up, you know, we're, we keep a pretty good ear to the ground, but sometimes things do slip through the cracks. So, I mean, for us, it's just about, um, you know, having, uh, I guess like a, a bit of a story and, you know, you know, coming in and, you know being prepared and I think that leads into your next question. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're
0: looking for shows what are the three main things you're looking for?
1: <laughs> uh, you know it, it's honestly it is preparedness, it's professionalism, it's you know what the general vibe is uh, in terms of you know what you know there's a lot of things like you know bands focus on their Spotify numbers or their social engagement numbers etc. We're looking at that but we're also looking for like consistency we're looking for, you know, people who are active on socials who, you know, we're, we see good engagement, we see, you know, a, a general care for, you know, when a show, when they do play a show that, you know, it looks like they are pushing it, they're treating everything like it's, you know, a bit of a, a bigger deal. I mean, like, it kind of depends on the scale, right? I mean, this is, I'm, I'm kind of scaling that more towards local kind of musicians, but mm-hmm. um, you know that's kind of something we want to look at. You know they're not overplaying. They're they're engaged in the shows they are playing. You know they're they're playing with you know some some cool acts here and there, or they themselves are a cool act. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, and then also you know uh, you know they're not aligning with uh, you know some problematic uh, mm-hmm. stances in the world.
0: What would you say is the best way to promote upcoming shows as of now?
1: Uh honestly i mean i think people have a lot of screen fatigue um you know that i think mean, it's kind of like you kind of have to be uh what's the word, what's the word? you kind of want to get out there i know i know that in itself for some people is not like a a comforting or uh you know a lot of people might not feel necessarily comfortable with that with that idea of you know being an active member right now especially given the current you know uh health climate in the world but you know we you know ways to really promote is like you know being a part of that community whether that's you know engaging with what other artists are doing what you know your colleagues are doing um you know i feel like a lot of those kind of pay dividends especially at the development level you know uh, it's kind of ties back to my last point where it's like you know just don't be a a bad person (laughs) you know be be a good person be supportive of those that are you know in a similar kind of positions as you and you know I feel like you know that positive positivity pulls in other positivity and you know if that positivity to you is more people at your event or more streams on your social media uh, sorry uh, sorry more likes on your social media more streams on your on your digital ser- uh digital streaming platforms um, yeah it's kind of one of those things where you know I think really being a, an active member uh in those communities and supporting even people outside of your community um you know tends to pay dividends uh for for a lot Mm -hmm. of musicians
0: sure so you kind of got into this a little but how important is social media when it comes to promoting shows
1: um i think i think it still plays a pretty big part um especially you know like the TikToks and the Instagram and all that kind of stuff. I don't Mm -hmm. know if Facebook necessarily is still the same, but you know, obviously it's because it's connected to Instagram. I'm sure it does help. Um, But you know, it's uh, you know, I I think like just having at least like a baseline social media strategy uh, for the band on a whole, but then also on like more of a granular level with, uh, with, I guess, you know, with like your, you know, show to show or release to release kind of uh, schedule, those things usually will help. And having an understanding of like who your audience is and, you know, uh, that, that space, you know, you, you know your art as best as anyone else, better than anyone else. Um, mm-hmm. So in terms of artists specifically, I feel like, you know, having that understanding and, you know, I think a lot of, you um, you know, I think a lot of artists get kind of hung up on this, you know, this detail that they want to, you know, they want to get a manager, get an agent and then tour immediately. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like a lot of that doesn't really happen for the vast majority of, of musicians. Um, And the ones that it does happen to are the ones that, you know, kind of treat it like a business.
0: So what differences are there between booking shows and booking festivals? Are there different qualifications or back, background experience in one more than the other?
1: In terms of for an artist or for a promoter? Like
0: if you, is there different qualifications that you would look for if you're booking a festival?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we give a lot, like especially on the local side, we give a lot more, I guess, like leniency or uh, opportunity We'll call. It, I don't like using opportunity because it feels like you, you owe us something. You know, it's not. It's not necessarily that. Um, we have a lot more freedom to do stuff at the club level, uh, in terms of adding locals and starting to work with locals. But you know, I, I had an, an experience with a band from Vancouver. Um, you know that we, they played a they played a club club show for us in July uh, in Vancouver. We're a, a joy to work with, right? an absolute joy they did i didn't i don't think i even messaged them once being like hey can you like share this like anytime we shared anything they were just like on the ball and then we had a we had a festival happen in abbotsford uh in september and we were in need of a local band and it was like i i don't know who else to put on because that was like the best experience i've ever had in my life you know uh so it's like it's it's stuff like i think like those it, again, it, it depends on the type of festival that you're kind of performing mm-hmm. at, right? It's If you're doing more of like a, you know, more of like a, we'll say like a city funded or something along those lines, like, I think it's a bit more easier to be a developing act and getting some of those slots, but some of these bigger, like, you know, huge headliner kind of, you know, mega festivals that are mm-hmm. happening in, you know, all over North America to get on some of those, like, you kind of have to like, you know, cut your teeth a bit in terms of... Uh, you know, really showing value or even becoming, you know, I don't want to say buddy-buddy with the promoters, but, or the people who are making these calls, but, you know, at least having some sort of a rapport, you Mm -hmm. know, because like at the end of the day, it's like, you know, especially when it comes to local bands, the, the, the weird reality is, is that a lot of tours that come around don't necessarily always want local bands, especially with the pandemic and how, it's kind of, you know, changed people's approaches. We're finding that we're getting less opportunities to provide to, to local artists. Um, we're still getting opportunities, but, you know, it's like, it's few and far between. And we, you know, uh, promoters are inherently lazy, you know, like, and I mean that in like the nicest way. It's like, if I don't have to think about it, if I don't have to like, micro like I hate micromanaging people uh, on that front. So it's like, you know, if I don't have to micromanage someone, they just kind of come in, do their thing, you know, have their whole plan together. They know how to push a show. It's like when I have an opportunity where there's going to be four thousand people playing in an airport hangar in Abbotsford, or like a venue an old airport hangar. Sorry, um, you know, they're they're gonna get that slot. You know, because it's like the last memory I had of that band or in that genre was, my God, were they a dream to work with? You know, and you know they came in and you know they were nice to the tour. They were super accommodating. You know, super thankful on that front. You know, we paid them well at the sh- the club show. Um, you know, we 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 just kind of, it was a very symbiotic relationship at that point. Obviously, they wanted to play for that band as well, so that didn't hurt that they were they were yeah. being. But, you know, we still, yeah, we still kind of, uh, you know, those are the things that kind of stand out. You know, it's like how how you talk to people. You know, the type. You know, like. The type of person you are in terms of like your communication with people, uh, you know, your, your, your quote unquote, I'm sorry if I'm not a listener, but like, you know, your give a shit factor is there.
0: And last of all, is there anything else you'd like to say to the listeners?
1: Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, covered it all? Pardon?
0: You covered it all?
1: I feel like I covered it all. Yeah. I just think, I think it just comes down to just being a good person to be a good person. The the rest kind of has a funny way of taking care of itself. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you don't, you don't get anywhere with negativity, you know, you don't, you don't get away with, you know, blocking people out of your life, you Mm -hmm. know, just, you know, see the, see the best in people and, you know, you never know when they're not going to be around anymore. So, and that's, that's been, that's been a a, a critical realization on, on, on our end as a company, you know, we, we've lost, we lost actually one of our founders uh, earlier this year. So, uh, and it's, you know, it's make people, you know, on a personal level, make people uh, appreciative of uh, that they're in your life and they mean something. And on that front, you know, coming with that same attitude of appreciation and you know, camaraderie when it comes to, you know, your career. And I think everything else has a funny way of taking care of itself. So. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, thank you for talking with me. It's been great.
1: Oh, and then one last thing. Go Bills. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Okay.